For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back, folks, here to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts and Alex Gilstrap, getting you ready for the Senior Bowl coming up next week. Practices kick off next Monday. We are recording today on what I believe is Monday, January 24th. And today's episode is going to be preparing you for some of the headlines, some of the names that you should be aware of, just a couple things that we wanted to do in a quick hit episode before we recap the Senior Bowl and then start talking about those individual position groups. Before we get into that conversation, folks, I do want to tell you about Bet Online. I've been having a ton of fun actually getting into using Bet Online. I used to talk about it a lot, didn't really use it, decided to put some money down. I am on a three pick streak so far, guys. I, I picked the the Chiefs. I also put some money on the Nets for a couple different games, so we're we're on a heater here, uh, <laughs> guys on Bet Online. And if you want to have some fun, put a couple dollars down, get yourself some beer money. Head on over to Bet Online because Bet Online remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Believe to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right into your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, guys, Senior Bowl week is almost here. So let's talk a couple things here. First, and I know. Ryan loves to talk about quarterbacks, especially in this cycle in particular, that you can see the enthusiasm on his face if you're watching the video version. Ryan, you're not you don't seem very happy that we're talking quarterbacks. <laughs> you got you guys know the uh, you know the meme, you know the meme that I put into the chat where um where it was the quarterback for Georgia. What's his name? Stetson Bennett, where Stetson yes. Bennett's at the press conference and he's got the middle finger up. Like, yeah, scratching like, his face. Yeah. That, that's my emotion right now. That <laughs> <laughs> well, too bad. <laughs> and it's a stupid microphone. If anybody if anybody's watching on video right now, I hate that this microphone's right in front of my face like this. I can't stand it. I feel like it's in my personal space right now so for some context i i asked ryan to move his microphone before we started recording so to improve the, it's how microphones work they're not supposed to be used across I, the room I, I can't wait until something why is alex's that was weird okay uh, nobody is it, there's like light flashing on his face he's watching tv right now while we're recording well, it's, it's, on, it's just on in the background all right, anyway okay 
I, I forget what I was going to say now. I forget what I was going to say. You're talking about the microphone. Ryan, I, I, I just would like to say I have for months have been trying to figure out why it sounds like you've been talking from across the room. And today it finally dawned on me. So I have I'm glad a loud voice. I have a loud voice. I'm trying to save you guys the trouble. I, I do too. <laughs> No, tr- trust me. It, it, it to get into the weeds it's a little bit. More it's, actually, <laughs> no, it's actually more work. If, if 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 it's it's better to be loud and in front of you than loud from I'm, far. I'm away. making I'm making you earn your paycheck. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of earning paychecks, these quarterbacks they need to earn some money this weekend, and I, I think that you could probably agree, Ryan, that part of the reason why you're a little bit sick of talking about these quarterbacks is that I think we can all agree that none of them are particularly very good. They are, it's an underwhelming group. And if you need a quarterback in this year's class, it's not really the year to do it, but these guys are in a position to, if one of them has a really good week, they could really earn themselves a chance to be that first quarterback selected of the group. We've got Malik Willis from Liberty. We've got Carson strong. We've got Kenny Pickett. And it is going to be a, a big competition amongst these guys to stand out amongst the rest. So, Ryan, I want to head to you first. Of the quarterbacks that are attending, who do you think has the most to gain at the Senior Bowl? I can't believe you forgot Bailey Zappi in your little intro there of Senior Bowl. Okay, I Crazy. think that Bailey Zappi is a different... <laughs> category i think we can agree no, just, no. i love Bailey. I'm sorry. i know i know former <laughs> former fcs great Bailey yes. so i disagree with what you said to begin with i disagree there is one very good quarterback coming to the senior bowl in my estimation the only first round grade i have on a quarterback this year it is a late first round grade so it's not incredibly high of a first round grade but either way carson strong from nevada it's been this way for two years man i as a football player, I'm betting on Carson Strong because I just think that from a mental processing perspective, from an arm strength perspective, from an accuracy perspective, I'm all the way in. The thing that people are really hesitant on is being up close and personal and seeing what that knee actually looks like. What is the repercussions? What's the long-term effects? Yada, yada, all that good stuff. I think that it's going to be a big week for him if it checks out. If, if scouts leave the event and are like – Obviously, they're going to get their real medical checks when we get to the combine. But if they see him move, they get reaffirmation that it's maybe not as bad as maybe some of the reports are. Then I think Carson Strong is going to have a big week because what he has in an advantage to the other quarterbacks is we took when we talk about Desmond Ritter, who could be another big riser, or Malik Willis, who certainly could be a big riser. They have inconsistencies in a timing perspective. It takes them a while to get on the page of their wide receiver and get the ball out on time. Carson Strong does that very naturally and very well. So on the first day, I expect Carson Strong to come out and look head and shoulders up there probably with Kenny Pickett to a degree, but I expect him to look very good throwing the football, and I expect it to increase during the week. Now the biggest question is, again, injury. What does the knee look like in person? But if it checks out, I think that we could potentially leave with some people having the opinion that Carson Strong should be the first quarterback off the board. I think it's possible. No, I think that's uh, definitely a good argument, especially, you know, you're going to get more in-depth medical checks here. So I think that's a good point with Carson Strong. Now, I just want to pose the question. I think this would be good. There's six quarterbacks, and I, you touched on a, a good number of them. Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong, Malik Willis, Sam Howell, who we n- neither one oh, yeah. mentioned so far, forget about and him. Bailey Zappi. As of right now, predictively, Ryan, 
Mm-hmm. How how do you think they come off the board as, if the draft were tomorrow? Oh, I need to pull up the the, the sheet in front of me first, Alex. Ah, uh, one sec. Okay. Um. So sorry. The great thing about risingdraft.com is that oh. yeah, you have an all-star game tracker that shows all the senior bowl <laughs> player quarterbacks on there. All right. So out of the six, you're asking me who is going to come off one by one. All right. Yep. So I'm going to start from the bottom, actually. Okay. And, and I'm going to work my way up that way. Yeah. Bailey Zappi, number yep. six. Absolutely. Makes sense. Number five. So this is predictive, right? This is Not predi- what I would if do. the draft were tomorrow, predictively, yep. who do you think is the fifth? Fifth. Oh, my God. This is tough. Fifth, I'm going to say is such a jumble of mediocrity. Sam Howell. Sam Ooh. Howell. Okay. Fourth, Desmond Ritter. Okay. Three, Carson Strong. Oh. Two, Malik Willis. One, Kenny Ken- Pickett. Kenny Two so, Gloves. So I saw a tweet recently from you where you yes. said that you think there are four first-round quarterbacks this year. Yes. Yep. So that means you think Malik Willis is going in the first round of the draft for tomorrow? I think Malik Willis is going in the first round. Um, I think that you threw two buckets. When Josh Allen had his great game yesterday, right? And we're, again, mm-hmm. we're recording this on a Monday night. So everyone's like, oh, this is why you bet on traits. And I, I think that that kind of opened the eyes to some people that the guys that you're going to bet on some traits in this class. Absolutely. Malik Willis, I think, is the big benefit benefactor of that. Yeah. And the other one, I think, is Desmond Ritter, which is the fourth right. guy that I said. And I think Malik will. I think that Desmond Ritter has a chance to sneak into the first round. I would never pick him there, but I think it's possible. But I, I would say this, and I've had a lot of internal debate about Malik Willis versus Desmond Ritter because I kind of put them into the same tier a little bit as far as mm-hmm. and Matt Corral to a degree, to be honest with you. Um, but out of those three, and I know we're not talking Matt Corral because he's not a Senior Bowl guy. Out of those three, I think I would bet on Malik Willis out of those three personally. So you've come I, around a little bit on him. I have. I have a little bit. I mean, he's still going to end up with relatively the same grade as he was in the summer. He was somewhere in the three range, like a third round grade. Right. But I do think that I'm willing to bet on his athleticism. I, I think Matt Corral is an okay athlete. I think Desmond Ritter is a good athlete. But I'm going to bet on that type of athleticism and that type of arm strength with Malik Willis. He has the best tools in the class. So if I'm taking a plunge on the traits, I yeah. think he makes the most sense mm-hmm. for me. Well, that that actually surprises me personally. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, like I thought, I thought you were going to have Malik Willis lower, and I, I think you made a good point talking about Josh Allen and what he was able to do with his physical traits, both right. as a runner with his size and his it, how hard it is for you know defenders to take him down, and of course the arm strength that uh, everyone knows him for. That's why I put Malik Willis. Malik Willis is someone that has a lot to. He's going to walk out, and he's going to be the most physically talented guy from all sides of the quarterback position on the senior bowl roster. Carl Strong has a great arm. Desmond Ritter has a great arm from a strength perspective. But as far as a full package of physical traits, Malik Willis is going to walk out. He's going to look like a tank, as mm-hmm. as everyone that sees him in person mentions. And so when you get to see that guy face-to-face and you get to see him on the field level, I think NFL scouts are going to have a special eye out for him. And when he's able to throw the ball across the yard and show off that athleticism during team drills and stuff like that, I think Malik Willis is someone that – I think people have cooled off on. If you look at mock drafts these days, you said you think he's a first rounder. I don't think that's the consensus anymore. I think it was before the season. Uh, and I think it was for you know good portions of the season. But as the season went on, Malik Willis started to show some of those flaws again as, a, as the season wore on. 
And I think that that take of him being a first round pick, it's kind of cooled for the general media, as as you will say, as far as draft Twitter goes. Um, But I think Malik Willis is someone that, like you said, with Josh Allen, the physical traits are just going to be so demanding at the, you know, in this year's draft class, especially where there's not a sure thing or there's not what is perceived to be a sure thing. Yeah. And I think Malik Willis could stand out, especially practicing next to Sam Howell and Bailey Zappi all week. I think he has the ability to stand <laughs> out physically, and I'm I think sure. that could do. I think that could do. That's uh, not a doubt. Know, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was kind of a sly comment. I but. would. Uh, I would hope he, he stands out physically. Yeah, standing and next he to will. And he where, will. Where, <laughs> yeah, and he will. I mean, you have Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, and Carl Strong on the other side, who are all you know. None of them are physically like domineering or like right over the rest of the group. Right. Exactly. Over the rest of the group, they're going to kind of blend in a little bit more than what Malik Willis is versus what he has in Sam Howell and Bailey Zappi. Yeah. And I I think the one other thing, this is a weird layer, but I feel like people need to talk about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks are a lot of times judged about how much improvement they make over the week. Right. You know? And I think yeah. that Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter are going to be a little rough because, like I said, the timing isn't always great. But I think I would pick Willis to be the riser over a guy like Ritter because Ritter just is genuinely, generally not a very accurate quarterback. Oh. Willis has his spurts, but it's more mechanical than it is actual just bad accuracy. So I think that he's going to kind of come out on the second and third days and just look a whole lot better, like a different yeah. quarterback. And by the end of the week, a lot of evaluators, I think are going to go like, wow, I can buy into that. Like he showed improvements in just a couple just days. Blocks, yeah. Imagine what I can do with him. Meanwhile, Desmond Ritter's internal clock is going to start ticking a little faster, but then you're just going to see the general inaccuracy, which is why they're going to be like, wow, man, I don't know if I can, bank on that in the top 15 top 20 but i think that somebody will take a chance on willis because at the end of the day he's also comparative to ritter who you mentioned i think head and shoulders arm strength wise has a better arm than a desmond ritter i think Ritter has has a good arms plus for sure but willis willis and strong the minute that they set foot in the nfl are going to have two of the top 10 arms in the nfl like they have cannons And I think that Malik Willis, the improvements that you're going to see just from a timing perspective from day one into day two into the entire week, I think is what's going to kind of set him apart a little bit. This is a bit of a a weird parallel. And I I don't know why I thought of this, but like you're talking about like Willis and and, and how he's going to have the best traits and all that stuff. And he's also in a bad quarterback class. I kind of started thinking about when Daniel Jones was at the senior bowl (laughs) and he was coming out and that class was terrible. And it was like, okay, if Kyler declares and he and he did end up declaring who the hell goes after him. And, you know, there was yeah. Dwayne Haskins hype and all that stuff. But like Daniel Jones just snuck his way in there because I, I didn't think he looked that great at the senior bowl, but I think the no. teams were just like, okay, look, he's athletic. Um, he's got a, a decent enough arm and he stands out amongst an already pretty crappy group. Yeah. I'm not saying that Malik Willis is Daniel Jones, but it just made me think of that parallel because of the timing. And then yeah. also both of them have had good traits coming out. Yeah. And I know that we're probably taking a little bit too much time on this, on this topic, but I would just say that I hate that we're comparing people to Josh Allen. And I wanted to just right. say this yes. real quick. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks we have ever seen ever. Like not just in our lifetime, like compared to him to guys like John Elway and Brett Favre and those dudes, like the dude is insane for the size and athleticism and arms. I mean, have you ever seen a better arm? Like just strength wise. I think Pat Mahomes is the best 
arm talent of any quarterback that I've seen, but just pure arm strength. Like that dude could throw it through a wall anywhere mm-hmm. on the field. He almost the one touchdown that he threw late in the game, uh, I think to take the lead. He, when he hit Gabriel yes. Davis in the back, dude, oh, he, he not, ripped it. He knocked him over, dude. Like, <laughs> he fell on his back. It was nuts. But so, all that to say is like Malik Willis, I don't want him to be compared to Josh Allen because Josh Allen is he's a different cat. But there are some parallels to their careers, how they went a little bit. There's a lot of promise, and then they have some good moments, but then they hit this like downslide during their final seasons. But then the last game of their of their seasons, I remember at Wyoming, Josh Allen had a great bowl game. Same thing yep. with Malik Willis. Had a great bowl game to end his career and ended kind of a rough little section of the season there. So mm-hmm. there are parallels, but I just want to just this is emphasize <laughs> that we are not saying that this guy is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, for everything in this opinion, it, for me, the accu- inaccuracy that he had at Wyoming and what he is now – I think that this guy is an outlier. I think that mm-hmm. this is he is an exception. He is not the rule. So I'm not sitting here and saying that this guy is the next Josh Allen, but I think he has the best opportunity to rise just with the physical traits that he has. Yep. So flipping on to our next talking point, and you know, it's we don't have as much to go over on today's show. So feel free, guys, if you want to go in depth on some of these things. And I, I think this is always fun that there's always a prospect when you look at these these invites who accepts them, who decides to go. They're like, ooh, I want to see how this guy does. I'm really excited to watch this guy. And I always find every year everyone talks about either an edge rusher or an offensive lineman, and you guys pick the opposite ends of this. Alex, I went ahead to you first. You are excited to see what Darian Kennard, the Kentucky offensive lineman, does, who you kind of hear him being mocked as a uh, – or projected, rather, as an interior guy. You also see him projected maybe to play right tackle at the next level. He's a really interesting prospect and very possibly a first-rounder. Yeah, I mean, I think Ryan will agree with me here. The offensive line, defensive line reps you get on the practice side of things throughout the week is probably – the most beneficial to watch as far as like, as far as like putting that into your train of thought of what you think of these prospects. And it has the most, you know, has the most weight to it. Uh, just because I think it's just the most translatable to on-field success, just because if you can handle a guy one-on-one in that situation, uh, you know, in the trenches like that, I mean, that bodes well for your, you know, your, your transition to the NFL. So for me, I picked Darian Kennard for a couple of reasons. One, I was, I, I'm a fan of Darian Kennard. And I know me and Ryan have we we've talked about him a couple times throughout this year, and are you know not arguing necessarily, but kind of talking through is he a tackle, is he a guard, and this is something we we have a couple of these guys every year. But I think this would be a really good opportunity for him as as you know any offensive lineman that's kind of going through that part of the process where uh, you know evaluators such as ourselves are thinking you know where does he fit best at the NFL. I think this is a good opportunity for him to showcase if he can play tackle at a high level. And you look at the defensive linemen on his team that he's going to go up against throughout the week. There's a lot of athletic freaks, uh, you know, on that side of the football. And if he's going to play tackle, the biggest thing with him is his size and stuff fits fits perfectly either way. But maybe his his athleticism and and his his ability to handle the athletic edge rushers is kind of what limits him at the tackle position. But he's gonna he's gonna get his opportunity. He's gonna have Jermaine Johnson. He's gonna have D'Angelo Malone, who we're gonna talk about a little bit more. Josh Pascal. He there's guys on that other side of the football. Kingsley Anigbare. These are you know small sub you know sub package rushers that you know can turn the edge on him. So I think he's gonna have his hands full um, as far as the athletic edge rushers he's gonna face throughout the week. 
And I think it's going to bode well for, you know, um, you know, his evaluation throughout the week. I think he's going to get some reps at guard. Definitely. You know, NFL teams are going to want to see him there as well. Uh, and I just think he has a really good opportunity for himself to prove that he can play anywhere uh, and, and be that impact blocker to be a first round pick. Yeah. We, we've talked a lot about Darian Kennard. I think he's a guard. I just, everything that he does screams guard to me just from a body type perspective, even though he does have nice arm length for his position. But um, I just think that the, the, just kind of how his body is kind of formulated a little bit, how his, what his temperament is, what his play style is. It all says inside guy to me. Now, of course you're going to let see him fail at tackle and there, um, but I do think that ultimately Coleccio Semele is the guy I keep just coming back to. Yeah. Like I think Coleccio Semele was a damn good offensive tackle at Iowa State, eventually into a Pro Bowl offensive guard, just because there's some there's just some foot quickness limitations. Like let's call it what it is. He's not the most quick footed guy of all time, and it's fine. He doesn't have to be when you're playing in, a cl- in tighter confines. So, uh, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong though. On that team, Maje Sanders is on the other squad. He's on right? the other squad. Yep. Oh, man, I was about to make a great segue and be like, oh, one of the guys. Uh, gonna, well, it's too early. fisted one instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll see it. He'll see him. At, he'll see him at the at the uh, the game at the end of the week. If both yeah. of them play. Yeah. So my guy is my Jay Sanders. I keep talking about my Jay because I, I feel like I'm a little higher than a lot of people on him. Like I, I have an yeah. early two. It's not like I have a first round grade on him, but I, I think that he's a really gifted outside track dude who I think that his weight fluctuates a lot. Some I there's I mean back to the spring when they did the junior day he was only 224 pounds but then apparently he's more close to the 250 range so he's got kind of that Brian Burns type of thing yeah. happening where like his weight just fluctuates a ton but the kid's got good length man and I think he's incredibly flexible and there's traits there that I can work with absolutely and the sack total wasn't great this season but the pressure total was nice he's getting to the quarterback he's being disruptive. Just sometimes the sacks don't tell the complete story of how a player has really produced and been productive. Um, I almost said produced and productive, how he's impacted the game. So I want to see him in one-on-ones because I think that he's going to put some offensive tackles in a blender during that week. One-on-one situations, we didn't see it a ton at Cincinnati because Cincinnati plays that odd man front where he's kind of playing like a Sam backer in space a little bit. He's coming from depth. But I think when you put a hand in the dirt and you're able to really he's really able to show what his outside track ability is, I think that he's gonna I think he's gonna be a big winner. By the end of the week, I think that he is a guy that people will firmly be talking about in the late first round stage. Like I, I think that that he could have that type of week. Yeah, no, he phenomenal football player. He's gonna have a favorable matchup uh, for a lot of the week. I don't love the offensive tackles. Uh, that's all. That's squad. all. That's all. I don't have it in front of me, Alex, but it's like the Central Michigan fellas and stuff. Yeah, right? it is. So Mi- he's Michigan offensive tackle Stuber's in that group too. I'm assuming maybe uh, Stuber. Yep, Stuber, Falele, That'll be that'll be that'll be a fun match, one. Man. Abraham Lucas. That'll be fun. Pass pass pro reps at least. Yeah, Trevor Penning. Uh, Penning's be, in that group. That'll be yeah. good. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. See, I'm more interested in Penning against against Sanders than. Uh, fillet leg and Sanders. Yeah, I want to. I mean, so Bernard Raymond. Yeah, Bernard Raymond mm-hmm. too. Yeah, Central Michigan fellas. Um, so Penning, I've Penning had a really nice game against Will McDonald for Iowa State. So he's yeah. seen a little bit more of a flexible rusher. But I am really, I'm looking forward to see it because you know I've kind of hesitated with his foot quickness to a degree. Um, at least as a blindside kid. So I agree, Joe. I think I think. 
guys like Maje Sanders um, and the matchup with Penning. Like we don't have Penning listed for any of the categories tonight, but like I think that it will be kind of a big determiner okay, because he's going to, I mean, he's faced, so he's going to be facing like Arnold Ebiketti and uh, Boy Mafe from Minnesota mm-hmm. and, and those guys too. Miami, Ohio's Dominic Robinson. Like he's going to be seeing. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Smith from Ohio State. So he's going to have plenty of competition. And there's a couple of those guys that are kind of more quick-footed guys, like the Mafe kids, incredibly explosive. And then Sanders is very flexible. So it's going to be a big week for your – of course, you had, you had to bring it back to FCS, man. Well, like, okay, so I was going to say I was going to say I'm glad that – we ended up talking about him, but I was going to say that I'm glad that we didn't talk about Penning because I, was I love it. Oh, f off! <laughs> it's been a long day. Uh, I was just going to say everybody has talked about penning to death, and it is yeah. going to be yeah. talked about to death because everyone thinks, "Oh, he's a sleeper." Um, he's been talked about since the beginning of the cycle just because he's coming from an FCS school. It's just like when I got mad during the the Twitter space when uh, Hassan brought up Christian Watson. It's the same bit. Like, stop talking about the guy just because he's from an FCS school. That doesn't make him some. You know, some commodity. Big sleeper, man. Big sleeper. Big sleeper. Comes from you and I. All right. Last question for you guys. Speaking of sleepers, every year, as we know at this event, there are guys that out of nowhere will have huge weeks and will really increase their their draft stocks. Maybe you consider Peyton Turner to be one of those guys who snuck his way into the first round. You get other guys like Quinn Miners who had a great week. We were talking about how everyone was hyping up Demetri Felton. Doesn't get drafted as highly as we thought. Oso Adigizua, a guy who had a really great week, and he ends up being a huge contributor for this this Cowboys defense who that was really, really good this past season. So if we had to predict, and I know it's hard to predict this stuff, but maybe somebody that people aren't really talking about that we think could be a surprise performer. I want to head to you again, Alex. Who did yeah. you pick as somebody who who you think could really pop off in practice and then everyone's going to be buzzing about no you i'm glad you brought up Demetri felton because he's he's kind of the perfect reason for why i chose the guy i did so Demetri felton the reason everyone went crazy over him is because on when when nfl network was covering the senior bowl practices and he was out playing wide receiver as a running back he hit the double move with you know one-on-ones which any athletic person should win. <laughs> he absolutely does somebody. I don't remember who it was. And, and then, it was someone bad and then, too. And then he tested as one of the worst athletes it, ever. Yeah, like bottom <laughs> bottom 10 percentile or something of, of all time. Yeah. And and he actually ended up being a decent little rookie this year for Cleveland. But that's the the point of it is, is everyone freaked out and said, Whoa, Demetri Felton might be a top five running back in this year's class because he's also a wide receiver. Because of one highlight, the guy I think that can have that one highlight that everyone's going to cling to and be like, whoa, why is no one talking about this guy? D'Angelo Malone, Western Kentucky. The reason I say that is because all week at practice, and I I know I'm going really in depth with who's on what team, but I think it really really makes sense in this. We talked about uh, Darian Kennard, but you have who you say is a guard. I do. You have Jamari Sawyer, played tackle at Georgia, probably a guard. Uh, Ed Ingram is a guard. Like you, guard. there's not, there's no, yeah, he's actually a guard. You have uh, <laughs> Max Mitchell might be the only like true tackle on that that that's that's like a top 150 player on that team's uh, roster. 
Mm-hmm. I think that D'Angelo Malone is going to have that one rep where he absolutely bends the corner, flat flattens the curve, you know, like gets to the quarterback or, you know, what is simulated as a quarterback in practice. And mm-hmm. everyone's going to freak out and talk about the bend of D'Angelo Malone. How did no one know who he was? <laughs> even, though he's, even though he's produced at a high level for Western Kentucky for, what, five years? Like, he's been a guy for many, many Good years. Player, he, like, yeah. we, we talked before the show, he's a senior bowl acceptee before going back to school, senior bowl invite before going back to school last year. This guy can play, and nobody's talked about him. And he is super bendy, athletic. Can turn the corner. He's 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 the first guy off the line. Like this guy's going to make that one rep, a Brian Burns esque. Let's bring him back around. A Brian Burns esque rep where you just get wowed, mm-hmm. uh, especially against the talent he's going to go up against, and and the body types he's going to go up against. He's going to win the win the corner a, a few different times. So he's going to have that one rep. That everyone's going to cling to, post on Twitter, and say, "Wow, D'Angelo Malone might actually be a top seventy-five pick," and that's going to be that's going to be the surprise of the week. You, you know, you know who uh, he has some parallels to. This is like a yeah. little bit of a tangent. So before I left Draft Bible, we were like predicting who would be some of the top one hundred players or whatever. And I said last year that I thought Malcolm Coots from Buffalo could go top one hundred, yeah. and everybody was like, "Malcolm Coots." <laughs> Mid-day three player. Well, he goes top 100 to the Raiders. I'm not, I'm not yeah. here to justify if that was a good selection or not. But the point of that being is that I think D'Angelo Malone stylistically reminds me a little bit of Malcolm Coots. Just a little yeah. tiny bit of Malcolm Coots. That's fair. And I wouldn't be surprised if D'Angelo Malone does go top 100. Like, I think it's I – w- I would not be surprised. Okay? I'm just going to leave that there, see how the Senior Bowl goes. But I would not be surprised if D'Angelo Malone makes that jump. The guy I wanted to highlight, and if I have this correct, Alex, I'm going to ask you for just a couple guys on this roster he's going to be going against, okay? Give me one second. So, Joshua Williams, who came on the show out of Fayetteville State, cornerback, verified six foot two and a half with around 33-inch arms. And I have a great hot take at the end, Joe. Great hot take at the end. Ooh, I can't wait. Long and apparently he's a track guy, so he's going to run in the four fours at six foot two and a half and thir- vines for arms. So he gets to go against. If I have this correct, Alex, yep. okay, I'm going to say the name and you tell me if I'm correct, okay? Yep. He's going to go against Calvin Austin for Memphis. Nope. No other roster. Oh, he's on the other one. Okay, so he's going. To, so he's mm. going against Jahan Dotson from Penn yep. State. Okay, so he's on that side. Okay, so he's going against Jahan Dotson from Penn State, who is a very quick footed player. Route technician, Bo Melton, who's another guy in a similar mold there. Um, is he going to go against Trey Turner from, from Virginia Tech? No, he's on America. Yeah, he's, he's on, on the other side. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, man, I messed myself do you, up. Do you, want, do you want me to list the wide receivers? And I you would give love. Yes, please. Mr. Yes. Okay, so you said yeah. Jahan Dawson. You said yes. Bo Melton, both yes. talented wide receivers. Yep. Romeo Dubs. Dubs on that roster? Yeah. Yeah, is Nevada North? The, okay, good. No, no, no. It's it's not North South anymore. It's it's I think a, it like American is, National. The, I think it kind of is. I think it like it's it's relatively, is. but I think that there was. I don't know the the background on it. I mean, you you're yeah. the one who talks to Jim. You should ask him. But I'm sure that the. I'm gonna I'm gonna snip that and I'm gonna send it to him. Um Jim, no, Jim, you're, Jim I, you're you're my you're my favorite executive director of a of an all-star game. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but did you know that this year that you're allowed to trade and swap players? 
So I think huh? a part of it is that they, yeah, I'm like 90% sure I saw it. Let me verify that. Let me check that. But you're allowed <laughs> to, that. you're allowed to, if you want to like, if you want to, I swear to God, that's part of it. All right, you look it up, Alex. All right, so we got Melton, we got Dots, and we got Dubs. Keep going. Yep, we got Khalil Shakur. Boise, okay, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. We got Alec Pierce. Pierce, yeah. And Christian Watson. North Dakota State, yep, makes sense. Oh, so North – man, those big matchups because those North Dakota State wide receivers, man, that's that's where the money's made during that (laughs) week. Um, (laughs) um, Sorry, so anyway, that's a segue to saying – both sides of the bracket, honestly, are very talented receiver. But when you're seeing guys like Dotson and Dubs that has a lot of speed and Bo Melton, who I think is incredibly shifty, Alec Pierce apparently is a 4-4 dude, Khalil Shakur is a dynamic player. Joshua Williams is going to see a lot of different body types and a lot of speed in that unit for yeah. sure. And I think he's going to show off his 6 half again, 33, somewhere close to 33-inch arms, 4-4 speed. And not many people know about him because he's coming from a Division II school in Fayetteville State. And here's – Jody, have the info or do you want me to tell me my hot take? No, no, no. Go ahead. Tell your hot take. I'm just going to take me a second to find it. I had it, Alice, I have it in an email somewhere. Hot take. Okay. Hot take. Joshua Williams, top 64 selection. Ooh, this really? year's uh, – what's, what's, what's the guy Cowboys drafted? Last uh, year. Nation, right? <laughs> this year's Nation, right? Because you're kind of high on him too, and he actually went. I, I had a, I had a third round grade, and he went yeah. third round. So, yeah. um, no, dude, I, th- I think this four. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man, he's going to run fast at that size, and I think he's going <laughs> to dominate that week. He's going to get hands on dudes, and they're not going to go anywhere against him. And then some, one, there's going to be a couple plays. We're like Dubs is going to get a solid release, and he's going to release vertically because that's what Romeo yeah. Dubs does, yep. and he's going to blanket him stride for stride. People are going to be like, "Brother, I can do, I can, do, I can work with that. I can do that." I do think he has a good opportunity to be the best corner out of that group too. I think his yeah. only competition is Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, Kobe I mean, Bryant. Tariq Castro Tariq Fields Castro is just Fields. a guy. Yeah. Um, is Goodrich on that side, or is he on? He's on the other side, right? Other side. Yeah. Yeah. Tamari Mathis from Pitt, right? Like, yeah. Gregory Jr. Can't tell her Britt's decent from Nebraska, but we'll see about that one. But he's on the other side too. So, is he? Wait, yeah. that doesn't make any no, listen, sense. Listen, How's Nebraska on that side? Listen, one, si- one side's DBs are Kobe Bryant, Tariq yeah. Castro Fields, Kirby yeah. Joseph. Oh, he's, he's a safety. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just looking at yeah. DBs in okay. general. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams, JT Woods, Jalen Petre, who's a safety as well. Damari yeah. Mathis. Mm-hmm. All right. Other side. Yep. Tyson Anderson, safety. I know. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Evans. Okay. Mar- Mario Goodrich. Yeah. Darion Kendrick. Yeah. Roger McCreary. Alante wow. Alante <laughs> Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Tariq Woolen and Cam Taylor Britt are the corners on that side. It's such a discrepancy. That's a huge discrepancy. Joshua Williams is going to be the best quarter in his in his. That's what I'm saying. Bracket, I think that's crazy, man. Wow, I think that's going to see the biggest difference. Do do you think that hurts him a little bit not matching up? Like, like you won't see him side for side against guys like Like McQuarrie and Kendrick and Taylor. I mean that that might hurt him a little bit, but either way, he's going to stand. But he's going to stand out on his side for sure. Yeah, kind of like we talked about with Malik Willis. Like physically, he's going to stand out. Yeah, I, I'm not tripping, but I couldn't find it. I don't know where uh, I saw it. But I could have sworn. No, I could have sworn because the, <laughs> I remember seeing the the name of the teams, and then I, it was somewhere that there was like a detail that like 
you can if they wanted to swap play if a team wants to swap players and send somebody to a different side, they're allowed to do that. I don't know what the Joe, reasoning is. Joe, I'm gonna find Joe, that information. Joe, you're drinking too many fancy frozen drinks on the on the, on the <laughs> beach, man. <laughs> 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 I swear to God, I saw that somewhere. Maybe I'm drinking, <laughs> drinking some Mai Tais out there, brother. I swear to God. Because <laughs> it's the first time they haven't done North-South. Yeah, I, I right? think it's like relatively the same, though. I think it's like still regional, regionally based. Yeah, it, it's fa- it looks like it's fairly regionally region. Yeah, regional region based. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, 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 losing my, I'm losing my goddamn mind. We're all losing. <laughs> so, goddamn hey, mind. Joe, so last, last question. Cycle just started. Go ahead. <laughs> Who's who comes out the better uh, long snapper? Who's is, is it who, Cal Adamitis? Cal Adamitis and Jordan Silver from Arkansas. Oh, cat! Uh, I haven't, I haven't heard very positive things about, or not that I haven't heard any bad mm. things. I just like I haven't heard anything about Silver. I also, you know, I've, I got buddies who that currently play and still play that or had played and that will like see these guys snap. And I had some people say they didn't think he looked pretty I, good. I've <laughs> heard that Adam Midas is the best long snapper to come out in years. I'm not even BSing. I've heard. Yeah, that, no, that's. Actually. Him and, and Blake Ferguson was the other one that would everyone was really, really hyping up. Yeah. yeah, he was a really big deal. Yeah. I, I would be curious to hear what um, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, the the pit kid. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think he works with Gary's Honor because usually whoever ends up going to the Senior Bowl is a Gary's Honor guy. So gotcha. we'll see what happens with that. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at NFL Prospects Pod, at Joe DeLeon, at Alex Gilstrap, at Rise and Draft. Head to riseanddraft.com to get all your up-to-date info on the All-Star Games. That's it from us. Enjoy the rest of your week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.